just gonna get comfortable. <laughs> Make a lot of noise, first of all. I don't think you can hear my chair squeaking. I've heard it before <gasps> in editing. Oh no. But it's usually oh, me. I'm so embarrassed. It's usually me. Really? Yeah, because I'm always like um, switching. I'm always switching. Okay, maybe it's both of us. We're both switches, guys. <laughs> switches. <laughs> we didn't finish our glass no, of wine. No, oh no, <laughs> because we were distracted by the, the smell of ass. The scent of ass. It really, it really smells terrible. It. It's hard. No, don't smell it. And the sense of smell is connected to your sense of taste. Mm. So obviously, um, it tastes like ass. Yes. And I've eaten a lot of ass. <laughs> Stop. We're gonna cut all of this out. Do you and think Adam? We don't. Do you think Adam eats ass? No. I can imagine him no. like being in. The... No, I can imagine. But he wants to have anal sex. No, I. But think... he would never. No, I. I don't think he eats anything. <laughs> he doesn't. Eat... <laughs> he doesn't eat out his partner. Is what I mean to say. I I don't think he eats at his partners. I think like, but imagine like in a situation like in the long game where he came to an alien planet. Okay, I recently saw a really weird alien movie, where uh, it was like set in like the eighties. In... It was called Alien. No, <laughs> it was called How to Talk to Girls at Parties, which is in... with oh. Elle Fanning. Have you seen it? No, but I think I recognize the name. Okay, never mind. So basically, it's like the eighties in. Uh, like part of England, I don't know where, mm-hmm. and there's this like alien colony that comes to um, comes there, and this like punk group uh, of kind of like lo- nerdy punks guys, um, they uh, show up and they think this is like an after party, but uh, it's like a, an orgy for the aliens, and one of the guys. Um, he like finds one of the women hot and then he doesn't understand like that so they have um so she fingers him in the ass and i feel like and then you know there's a lot of other aliens who come in and finger him as well and he's like in this like in, like this sex what swing kind of movie is it's this? so weird i'll show you the scene afterwards okay great and uh, I th- we're gonna I feel watch like porn after this <laughs> But it it feels like, I feel like that would be Adam. Like he would be that guy who's like she's hot, you know. Oh no, I don't think so. And then and then he'd end up because that guy's like he hates it, but it's I'm, also like this. Yeah, maybe because that's um, where the the men men's uh, you know the male clit. Sorry. Okay, let's get off this topic. So this is a uh, a rated R episode for sure <laughs> for mature audiences or immature, you know. <laughs> For mature audiences by immature hosts. Exactly. So, with that said... With that incredible intro, let's let's go to the actual intro. Which is... Hello, and welcome to Doing the Woo, a Doctor Who podcast with your host, uh, The Doers. I'm Daphne. And I'm Irma. And... I forgot the intro. <laughs> I could see in your face you were like, "Oh my god, what am I supposed to say?" I love the way you say "woo." Woo. Doing the woo. Woo. But that's you make fun of me saying a lot of words like "school." I know, and I have school. to. I have to really hold back on making fun of you. But you can do it. It's fine. Okay, great. I can take it. 
<clears throat> That's what Adam says when he gets fingered <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> okay, actually, so you usually, you're the one who like brings all this um, extracurricular information and news and things. And <gasps> I actually have something uh, that I wanted to share today. Okay. It, it's not good news. It's not good news. Uh, but I found out listening to another Doctor Who podcast, actually, that um, apparently the guy who plays Adam, who's called Bruno something, uh, is also a sex offender. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're collecting them on this season of Doctor Who. Oh, and God. I'm like, where do they find these guys? Like, how? Okay, mm. It's like they're making an effort to just only hire actors who are you know creeps yeah that's that's okay not 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 by this episode but like next next episode that's three of them in one season yeah that's insane i know uh, i mean he i'm not surprised he has that kind of face <laughs> right i'm sorry for saying it but i feel yeah. like i feel like he would smell like I, I i feel like his breath smells terrible Oh, yeah, because he eats <laughs> a faint smell of ass. Because he eats ass all the time. <laughs> Sorry. We need to stop talking. I can... That and the smell of the wine. No, I can't. There's a theme. I feel like I need to brush my teeth. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. That's horrible. Well, that's horrible news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had some good news to bring to build that up, but I don't. Well, luckily for, for us, this is his uh, final episode. Oh, thank God. Um, and what an episode it is. It's the long game. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? It's, of... It sure is long. <laughs> it sure feels long. It's not a game, however. And it's not very gamey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Gamey is like when something... Like, uh, if you game is usually um it can be like when you hunt an animal yeah and that's game and some when something's gamey i think it like has it's kind of sinewy i know that they use that word on succession gamey gamey oh. tom uses it anyway this is completely <laughs> talking about any ass tom <laughs> it's a euphemism probably knowing tom uh <laughs> anyway mm. so okay this episode we watched it together, Daphne and I, and almost fell asleep, both of us. Weird moment in our lives. Yeah. What was going on? I have no idea. And, yeah, and then we didn't record that day because we were both so incredibly tired. Like, that was the plan, that we were going to meet up, yeah. watch the episode, and record. But then we were just so sleepy and tired. It was, it was not the vibe. Yeah, and then the uh, to get, give you guys an update, then I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, unfortunately I cut that out uh, in the, the episode prior to this one. Irma <laughs> coughed yeah. and I said uh, Irma has COVID and, uh, and then I cut that out in the edit because it sounded very horrible, but it would have been very funny if I kept it in because you did get COVID. <laughs> and maybe I did not. about two weeks later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I've been sick for like a week, but I'm better now. Mm. Uh, Everyone's so worried. Yeah. <laughs> They're like yeah. on the edge of their seat. Yeah. But, um, so this episode... Neither of us have 
notes. <laughs> we really. have no notes. I, I tried to rewatch it again because I was like, I need to get something more out of this episode. But uh, I got about halfway through and then got tired of it. But I did write some things up. So, okay, let's uh, let's talk about what happens. So, one thing that I noticed when I rewatched it, um, they arrive at this space station mm-hmm. and Rose and Nine step out first before Adam. What? Sorry, God. <laughs> I'm the trying. Space station. <laughs> okay. And I tried. To, I, I, You're also allowed to make fun I of I know, and I was, I was going to make fun of you, and I was like, no, she's on something I can't say. And then I kept thinking about how, when I'm going to edit it. Yeah, Daphne doesn't point out things that I say during the recording that she sends me afterwards when she's editing. She's like, oh, listen to how you said this word. You sound so stupid. Like last episode, she said, mess it up. (laughs) So messed up. Yes, so mess it up. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they um space space station. Space station. <laughs> to the space station. <laughs> so <laughs> Nine and Rose step out and Nine immediately tells Rose that they're on like a ship and that they're in the two thousandth century. I don't really remember. But he tells them what century they're in. Mm. And Rose is like, okay, 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 I got it. And then when Adam comes out, she's like, well, I just did a hair flip, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what did she say? I don't she's remember. like, um, so do you hear that? Do you hear that sound? Sounds like um, engines. So I think we're on a spaceship. And judging by the architecture, I think we are in the 2000th century. <laughs> she's like showing off. I- I feel and like trying to pretend that she's she knows this stuff really nine just told her two seconds earlier. I feel like this really defines who Rose is more it's than so anything funny. else she has ever done. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, I actually yeah, now that you say that, I remember that. You do, because I had completely missed that when we watched it. But I don't remember it I being I really like, like that. I don't remember it being that obvious. I thought it was like she I don't know. It's not super obvious. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But it is pretty funny. And he looks at her like incredibly affectionately when she's lying to Adam. <laughs> He's like, my and, baby. And showing off. <laughs> my dad does that all the time when we're like walking around in the city and you see a building and usually old buildings will have the year that they were built on... Um, on the facade and he will look at a building where it clearly says 1856 and he'll be like looks like you know 18 1850s like i would say late uh latter half of 1850s like mid <laughs> mid to late 1850s probably <laughs> like, do, do you remember yeah. we did this with with a uh, friend of the pod lovisa oh yeah when we were on the way to see um peak out uh, suicide squad <laughs> yes. we were we were kind of like getting drunk yeah because i also do this all the time yeah and the most fun is when people don't realize that the year is written on oh, the building <laughs> yeah and they're like wow you're so knowledgeable <laughs> <laughs> like yes yes but the thing is like you you um i think us you you and i as people we kind of give off that vibe that we know stuff like or you especially maybe not me so much yeah i give off the vibe that like i know how to 
identify when a building was no you do i don't know what i I don't think i gave up that vibe i think i think my vibe is like i know how to i don't know nothing (laughs) i mean i feel like my vibe is kind of like a goofball yeah not a thought in the world okay sure yeah i I agree yeah (laughs) that's your vibe okay no i'm not gonna sit here and compliment you we're moving on no i wasn't looking for one jesus christ Okay. So what do you think? Of, uh, so yeah, I think the episode, it's kind of like, it's a fine episode, but um, it's like, it's not bad. It's kind of like, and it's not like, like with episodes like, um, like I, I was almost going to compare it to the uh, Chris Chibnall, um, <laughs> the, the season five, what is it? The Cold Blood. Oh yeah. The Cold, um, cold Blood. The Hungry Earth. Hungry Earth. Ugh. terrible terrible episode and it's like it's it's not like it's on like it's it's the plot is okay mm-hmm. it's just so terrible like i can't even it's just dull it's dull yeah and i feel like this the plot is fine but there's something i think maybe the pacing and the characters aren't interesting uh except yeah. for nine and rose obviously like so, everyone else is just like oh, okay yeah but um so what i said to you when we talked about it um was that I feel like this episode demands quite a lot of the viewer yeah. without really giving anything back. Like, it demands that you um, digest this new sci-fi world and all these concepts of, like, data storage in your brain and there's this news, um, like, this... What even is it? The whole satellite is, like, a... Um, new, yeah, like a TV station. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they are the news, quote unquote. And you know, you have to get on board with like what's going on there, and all the people who are here. They want to get to this floor. Okay, why? And they have this thing in their brain, and they have chips in their brain, and then they sit in a whole circle, like around a campfire, and then the beam goes into her head. And like, why are why is everyone sitting with their hands? on yeah. the things like what is going on there's, and there's, just, there's a lot of like sci-fi shit that you have to wrap your head around there's also the added effect uh, later on when the doctor realises that uh, he thinks the technology he knows the technology is so behind like, oh, yeah. this is 90 years behind which like there's so much going on and like you said I think it would be like backstory and, and world building isn't bad it's just like like you said it doesn't really give anything back to you yeah, it's not no, rewarding there's just a lot of like complicated sci-fi shit going on Yeah, and then none of it is like really all that interesting and you don't really get a lot of um, you don't get a lot from the characters a lot of there aren't a lot of interesting themes. I don't know. So you're just being asked to like get on board with all this technology mm-hmm. and for nothing. But this is again um, very typical, like early twentieth century kind of storyline. Yeah, I think like obviously this. You mean twenty first century? Oh yeah, yeah, twenty yeah. first. <laughs> like nineteen tens movies. They were kind of like yeah. This. It's very typical. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can tell that this was made in two thousand five when you know the internet was on the rise and people were kind of worried about technology and you know what it's going to do to us and how it's going to affect our future. Blah blah blah. Like if you would, 
make this today, I think people are more worried about, you know, social media. That's a bigger issue. Yeah. Like, um, like the fucking... monitoring and data, like storage data of your mm. of your personal um, information. That and kind of thing is more of a concern today. And what the fuck is going on with... Uh... Not like, oh, they're going to open our brains and beam information. No. Like, I don't know. No, that, that's the thing. Like, the, I think... <laughs> Going forward, right now at least, it seems like the only like physical uh, impact we're gonna have is just um, a declining of our bodily health. Because I mean, what the fuck is going on with Facebook or Meta, where they're coming up with this like, have you heard of it, the Metaverse? Oh no! Which is basically <laughs> like it's basically like Kung Fu Panda. Okay. So you, except there's no game. You just go around and chat with people, and they're like, "This is the future." I mean, like, but at the same time, like, why would I want to wear, like, VR? The thing is, like, okay, maybe the technology will be really good in the future and, like, your avatar will really look like you and it's nice you can go to a virtual concert that you couldn't go to otherwise because of, I don't know, money or mm-hmm. a pandemic or anything like that. But now, like, why would I sit on my couch and wear VR goggles and not... Like, my body will feel terrible if I just... It's like a Wally, you know, the Wally people who just sit mm-hmm. around in their chairs and don't do anything. Like yeah. your body, like you will feel an effect in yeah, your body. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I think sci-fi doesn't take into account like other sort of trends. Because, I mean, obviously that could happen that people will stop taking care of their bodies because they're so reliant on technology mm-hmm. to get them everything that they normally would have to, you know, uh, physically like exhort themselves for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, right now we have this kind of health craze. Yeah. This trend of you know working out, eating healthy, just mm. drinking smoothies all the time, and just eating avocado sandwiches and going to the gym and going for a run and like super minimalist lifestyle and just drinking like lemon water for breakfast or something. Yeah. And like no sci-fi ever takes that into account. Like. Oh, maybe there's a trend yeah. going on of like a lifestyle trend. Yeah, yeah, because sci-fi like or techno technological trends aren't isolated from other worldly trends. Yeah. Do you want to pour some wine? For yeah. Us? <laughs> yeah. I really, yeah. it really does taste. It, it tastes okay, but it's hard to drink. You have to uh, hold your nose. You really do. <laughs> drink. It's fine. Just don't breathe in while while you're drinking. <laughs> anyway, we had quite a a long discussion last time about Adam. Uh, yeah. So I want to hear from you. What's your? I I I'm guessing you haven't changed your mind about him. No, and uh, you know the sex abuse allegations didn't really help. So now you okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Mickey, I... You were like, well, you know, and, and you didn't understand. I was like, yeah, but I like Mickey. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it it doesn't really change how I feel about him because I already didn't like Adam. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, it just feels so incredibly unnecessary that there. Why is there's, he here? There's so many great actors, and you know, <laughs> you could have just hired someone a decent person. But anyway, yeah. no, it, yeah, exactly. Why is he here? And it just bothers me when in the beginning of the episode, Nine is like, "That's your boyfriend." No. He's just a guy they met, mm. and then they asked him to come along to, on an adventure. 
but so clearly they're dating. It's, it's like no, I. I, I but then he's clearly not. It's clearly not her boyfriend because they barely know each other. But it's Perhaps. obvious that it's a, uh, she. She brought him along out of like kind of romantic intention. Yeah, yeah, and she kind of you know hangs with him and flirts with him a little in this episode, and then you know realizes that he's, uh, not really her type. Um. <laughs> No, I still don't like him, but, like, I really feel like I got kind of the same vibe in Dalek. Mm. Like, I don't think he's incredibly... The thing about him is he's just not an endearing person. Like, he has all the makings of a good character or, like, a companion-like character, as you described. That Mm. he's, like, you know, stuck on this kind of... um, boring job but he dreams of something bigger but he's just so like kind of unpleasant to to watch <laughs> to look at <laughs> and to look at um uh, yeah like you can just tell his <laughs> his breath smells like ass <laughs> yes yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i i think th- I, like the same thing like especially with the sex offender edition of it but uh it's the same as i feel about mickey like why why noah clark why this bruno guy why uh, why not cast someone who's charismatic and and then but i feel like russell makes so many like oddball choices um yeah during his run we were like why like why though like uh, i mean if you haven't seen season one in a long time and then he's the kind of character kind of plot point where you kind of you remember it like three years later like what the hell was that why don't <laughs> oh yeah there was some random guy and what was like, the point of that we didn't even remember that he showed up in dalek like we had yeah every single episode and we watched it last year we like, were like when does he show up yeah. and he just comes out of nowhere and then it's like oh yeah he's in dalek, dalek. Ugh. <laughs> it's so weird yeah it's really i i think mm, i i don't get it at all i i think i think maybe the intention was again like the like i said last time a kind of tease where you're supposed to think oh he could be like a second companion mm-hmm. and then you quickly learn that no he isn't um like uh, nine says at the end uh, I only take the best, etc., etc. Yeah, and like maybe they just, like, maybe they just brought him along because they needed him as the plot point in this episode mm. because he is kind of a driving force in that he, uh, you know, goes and fucks up and he oh gets yeah, a head operation. Um, he, like... get, he gets a new hole. <laughs> yeah. And he tries to like send information from the future to his parents and his dogs his dog keeps like deleting the message that he <laughs> sends to the phone. He can did you notice that that uh he, he wanted knowledge on like data processing or like data mm. computer data or something. Okay. Just something like I think I said that in, in the Dalek episode that uh he was like a tech tech guy or something yeah. like that. he had a phd or something like that i feel like he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why i don't like him no i don't like him either it's okay. not like i it's just like uh, 
I'm unbothered by him. In I'm, Dalek. Guys, like, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But well, here, I'm like, I hate. I don't. <laughs> I just think, but I'm more like annoyed at the choice to have him here. Like, why? Again, like, why is he here? Yeah. What, what was the necessity? I mean, he kind of shows. I mean, because the trait that I wanted to ascribe to him in the previous episode is kind of, kind of. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Sorry. I had to make fun of myself before you did it. <laughs> it is kind of expanded upon in this episode. Mm. Or maybe it was never in Dalek and I just um I just have so much ill will towards this character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that he's very um he's not very genuine in his interest. Um he just wants to like prove something and uh, he wants to send all this information back and like be the one to kind of catapult society into I don't know digital. Um, Isn't it just like, like he wants to make money? Probably, yeah, yeah. But I think he also wants like the acclaim. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he doesn't realize like you can't do that. That's not how it works. It's you. You're gonna mess up. Um, Everything. Everything. <laughs> You're going to mess up everything if you try to, um, like, make history go a different direction than it has already gone. Yeah. So he Do- just doesn't really think think things through. Doesn't doesn't Nine say some something like that at the end when it's like it's not what it's not about what history can do for you. Oh, maybe I don't remember. But but oh, yeah. But technically, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's not, that's not why they're traveling. It's not for the sake of what can this do for me? It's about yeah. just being out there and seeing things. Yeah, and, that's true. And if, if necessary, helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not about, you know, what can I get out of this? Mm-hmm. Except fun, you know? Yeah. So, but I think he's just so annoying. And like, uh, one thing, one scene that I specifically thought about, uh, that just makes him seem kind of stupid <laughs> is when Rose shows him how to phone backwards in time. Oh yeah, with the SIM card thing. Yeah. And he calls his parents and leaves a message and afterwards he's like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. And it's like, no one even answered. Like... <laughs> You just spoke into a phone yeah. and then hung up. Like there, you don't even have any proof that that that, that, was, yeah, that actually that, that worked, or that Rose is just pulling your leg. Like I understand when when Rose called Jackie and she actually talked to Jackie while knowing that she was dead. Yeah, like that's something that you would be like, "Holy shit, this is crazy." But no one answered, so like he doesn't really have any reason to be amazed by this. Wouldn't you say that uh, he kind of has the, the effect or kind of maybe the intention of him being like, just like Harriet was in, in. Um, Aliens of London. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how she how she was kind of, sort of like Rose's companion. Yeah, and Adam, obviously, it just. I mean the first scene where she does the doctor's yeah thing. exactly and she and that now she's the one who's like yeah I can get you a sim card so you can call your parents and then mm-hmm. he has the same scene that she did yeah and he she even gives the key to the TARDIS yeah. to him 
She what? He gets a fucking key. <laughs> no, she le- he gets a key, no, no, and no, not no, Martha. Well, no, she lends her key. Oh him. yeah, so you can go back and get yeah. something. Yeah, and right. I don't remember if he actually takes it because he's like, no, it creeps me out to be in there, which again I hate him. Yeah, it, why would it? I get, I get it. I kind of get it because it's an actually, alien technology, but also it. It doesn't look that weird in there. It's not like... Well, okay, okay. I would feel that way about, like, 13th TARDIS. I would be like, this is weird. Yeah. It's well, not very welcoming, but this is looks like a dodgy living room. I think if I was Adam, I would be like, yeah, I'll stay in the TARDIS. But mm. as me, knowing what we know about the TARDIS, yeah. I would actually be kind of uneasy being there okay. all, all alone. Alone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all alone. I'm like, am I going to see, like, a copy of myself running around here? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in the TARDIS alone, actually. Ooh, they should do... I know they did a journey to the center of the TARDIS, but they should do, like, a... Really, like, a horror episode in there. Yes. That would be so much fun. Like, stop being limited by the idea that kids have to be able to watch it. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Do a, do a horror episode. Also, stop it. being limited by the idea that you can't scare the shit out of kids because I think we should do that. No, but the thing is, like, <laughs> Doctor Who is known for being really scary for kids. Because mm-hmm. I'm not great. I, it, it's formative. I mean, look at I mean, look at fucking builds episodes like Blink. It's scary. It's it's a frightening to us, it's but so it's scary. not like horror movie scary. Mm-hmm. But to kids, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, Alfonso Wabari. Yes. There's okay. I know I hate this, but uh, just for the sake of our English listeners, um, Alfons Oberg in Sweden is Swedish. The Swedish TV show that in England it's called Alfie Atkins. Oh, it has an English yeah dub. It's, it's been dubbed uh, oh. in a couple of languages. That's nice. But there's an episode which is it's a kids show, and the episode is like ten minute long, and he. Do you know the ghost episodes where he feel he's scared of the ghost in his apartment? Yeah. And, you know, he stands on a chair and he's like, stupid ghost. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just scare them away. I was horrified. Aww. Horrified by that episode when I was a kid. And looking at it now, it's not... It's just like... It's not the slightest bit scary, but... Kids that age that I was back then watched Doctor Who. Yeah. So that must be... Oh so just God. in comparison, if I thought that was the scariest thing in the world and I was like hiding under a blanket, Aww. how scary is Doctor Who for them? Yeah. Um, so it is scary for kids. They're already scaring them. Yeah. 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 But not enough. But maybe... <laughs> I, 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 yeah, that's But true. if you can make so many but sex think... jokes and say prostitutes you can you can do a horror episode come on yeah they just don't have to watch it yeah. uh but um we got onto this topic because we were talking about the tardis i don't know that kids would like find that scary the way that i do Maybe you know not. this sort of psychological like what is really going on in this corridor it's like where's the end it's just this endless corridor where you could run into anything. And it's so it's so big. And I mean, it's like a labyrinth, and it's yeah. empty, and all you hear is like the engine kind of. Oh my sounds. god! Ooh, and yeah. it's so dark. Like I don't think. Obviously, I think if a kid would watch, you know, the scene where like Rory is like a hundred years old. That is that's scary to that's me. That's terrifying. Obviously, a kid would be scared of that. But I don't <laughs> Maybe think. Maybe I'm. A, I I think that's scary. I think that's really it's scary. Horrifying because he's like. 
when she, ah! you know, you just turn around the corner and suddenly you see someone sitting there, you know, an old man, and you get close and you realize that that's your husband. No, it's so horrifying because it's like it's like Ooh. when you walk through like um, a haunted house. Mm-hmm. We're so going off topic, but we have nothing to say about this episode, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, so you, you, uh, when you, you know, when you go through a haunted house, yeah, and you know there's going to be a jump scare at the other end of, like once you turn a corner, and that's the feeling that Amy has, like she, and the feeling yeah. you have as you watch Amy, you know something's going to come out. Yeah, it's and like it, in The Shining. <laughs> I can't think. Oh, I'm gonna get goosebumps. Oh Jesus Christ! Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it. I read it. The book too. Oh yeah. Which one was scarier? Um, I, 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 I don't know why. Cause I feel like you shouldn't. I don't know. I had the idea before I read it that you wouldn't be scared by books. Right. I don't know why. Cause it's like it's you can just look up and then you look around you and it's fine. But a book is just words on a paper. Mm-hmm. But you really get sucked into it. And I, the scariest parts for me are always either the, the man the man dressed as a dog giving another man a blowjob. That is just so... Which is just like Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Sorry, but the dog thing, I'm only imagining the dog costume that Greg wears in the first episode of Succession. It kind of looks like that, oh, yeah. No. Greg and Tom. Or just oh my god, Tom Greg shining AU. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh and, and, <laughs> anyway. the, and, and the woman who um Jack makes out with and then it turns out she's actually a corpse like a, of a dead woman who's like oh she's like completely rotten through and green and moldy. It's st- uh, that that's so fucking scary, man. Like it's just endless corridors. No, I can't. And that's the yeah, like that's the feeling I get with that Rory scene. Uh, and also, and another... the way he's like actually, he's she's like actually endangered. Like he is about to kill her. Like he is gonna yeah. kill her. And the oh. fact, so that added with the devastation of someone you love, hating you so much. Like there's not an ounce of hate left. Oh, sorry, love left in them. It's just hatred now for you. Yes. Yeah, Pretty rough, scary stuff. And another episode that reminds me of The Shining is The God Complex. Ah, uh, but that's when, another scary one with the dolls. Yeah. When they walk into the room and the dolls just kind of turn and look. Yes. Oh, it's geez. really it's really scary. But okay, um, what were we talking about? Um, the, we were talking about the TARDIS and Adam not wanting to go back to the TARDIS. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And Rose giving her key to him. Yeah, but he goes wandering off and he runs into someone. <laughs> he runs into... He runs into... Fran from Black Books. Yeah. What, what's her name? <gasps> don't you know? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I should know. I think it's like Harriet... No, Harriet Walter is someone else. They look very similar though. I think... I would... I would know her name if I heard it. Like, she has a quite unique name. Mm. Editing Daphne. We'll jump in and say it. Jump in. Yeah. Hi, Editing Daphne here. Her name is Tamsin Grieg. (laughs) What? What is it? 
Oh my god, you're really laughing a lot. expectations now for how funny this is <laughs> it's not very funny you're holding my foot <laughs> no, i was just thinking <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry i'm crying <laughs> what is this about yeah, sorry. actually my face is hurting from smiling so much what is it me too i was thinking frown of the pot <laughs> Yeah, that's not that funny. <laughs> it's not. Is she really funny? Oh my god. I'm sorry, I've had too much wine. <laughs> yeah, I barely had one glass. <laughs> yes, I have. Anyway. What's your favourite frown moment from Black Books? <laughs> I tried to find this moment today, actually, on YouTube. It's yeah. when she says, well... You're a freak bird, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yes, I know, but I have rights. <laughs> Isn't that episode one, when, when he doesn't want us to do the taxes? Yeah, maybe, I think it might be. I should rewatch it. Yeah, I, I've only seen it one time. This With me, when I was hungover. <laughs> no, 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 I've seen, I've seen all of it. I've seen all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've only seen them once. But for some reason, I memorized that that particular scene. <laughs> the way she says, Well, you're a freak burner, do you, you know that? that? <laughs> well, you're a freak burner, do you know that? <laughs> She's great. I really like her. She, really... Unfortunately, she only gets to interact with Adam. And she doesn't have a name. What oh, the no. hell? So I think it's an AU. This is, this is Fran. Yes. She just moved here. Future AU. <laughs> She just lived a really long time. Yeah, and she kind of bullies <gasps> him into, like, getting all these operations. Or, like, not bullies him, but she kind of does them without really asking. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, and I inserted this thing in your throat so that your, uh, your so vomit you... will become frozen ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're and just would... altering my body without my consent. Altering? What? Altering. What is it? Altering. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> altering. Um, she's just altering his altering body. His <laughs> altering his body. No, that's the Dalek episode. You're wrong. Oh yeah, but isn't it? Um, what do you, can, can you mind? When we do wait, sorry. When we do uh, the Daleks in Manhattan episode, we think, have to do it in American. Yeah, accent. I, think I think we should do the whole episode in American with an American accent. Hi, where are the doers? <laughs> Um, the doctor is like the way the thing is I I can never I can never say the doctor in any other like dialect yeah he's the doctor he's the doctor like he's not the doctor the doctor and he's not and he's not the doctor <laughs> the way you used to say that before do you remember that I know but I think it's really awkward to like speak Swedish and then just throw in random English words I which, know which I do all the time but yeah. at the same time, you, you, you say Clara, you don't say Clara. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Clara. Clara. Do you, my dad. You have to cut this out. We were talking about succession because we were rewatching it and he kept saying Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I just 
so funny. To you me. have to stop saying you need to cut this out because <laughs> you say it like eight times an episode, and then <laughs> and then you don't cut it out. No, I know this wouldn't be an issue if you just cut out. But then we didn't. We wouldn't have a lot of episode left. <laughs> it would be very short. Well, they're, they're not here to talk about succession and Kusun Greg. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, what do you think? Uh, the Black Books uh, shop bookshop would be like on Satellite Five. So if Fran lives here and she does that, I mean, what what is Bernard and, and they wouldn't ha- they wouldn't have any books. They would only have like, uh, info chips or something. No, I don't. I th- I don't think. I think they would be the only bookshop because Bernard would refuse to do that. Oh yeah, maybe they would all be like, be like oh, what? What is that? That's you know? on floor eleven. No one goes there. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's really dirty. Yes, yes. <laughs> then they would go down there and be like. How long has it been since there's been management checkup here? And it and it, and it, just, it looked like exactly the you know the episode where they don't clean the apartment. Yeah, I should, I think yeah there would be just no difference. But except Manny would be like he had like three jobs. He'd work up there with selling in the stalls. You know like selling yeah, movies. Yeah, and Manny would have the thing in the forehead. Yes. And he- <laughs> There would just be scenes where he's like sitting with a book, staring at it, and it's beaming into his head. Yeah, <laughs> he has a beautiful like blank stare. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I was reading." Um, you know, he has a beautiful blank stare that he does when he like whips his head around yes. with his little hair flying everywhere. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, big eyes. Oh, Manny, Manny, love him, Manny. He should have. Al- he should have also been in this episode. This he episode- is. He is in Doctor Who though. What? Which episode? It's season six Christmas special. He's in oh, it. No. Yeah, he is. What's he... this? Is that the the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe? Yeah, yeah. Except the doctor. Yeah. The doctor and the oh, bitch. I'm sorry. And the, <laughs> and the money. And the money. <laughs> Episode title. Is yeah. he really? Yes, he's Yeah, he's in it. it. I think he gets like melted by acid. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think this episode would be a lot better if the whole cast of Black Books was in it. I mean, imagine like a Doctor Who. Uh, Adam long... should be played by Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam should be played by the guy who who's really neat, the clean guy. Yes, <laughs> he would be really like, good. Dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to the episode. Okay, so yeah, she's there. She's there. Uh, she gets him this operation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that was me. I dropped my watch. <laughs> We're so noisy. I'm. So- I have to say that I'm so sorry. I know we make so much noise in these episodes. It's- you say as you're going. I know. I know. And I. I hear them. Uh, we might. Uh, season two. We might get actual mics <laughs> so you just have to bear with us <laughs> yeah anyway um yeah she gets in these operations and um but meanwhile you know nine and rose have run into kathika and suki oh wow you remember their names i did but it took Jesus. me so long to memorize yeah uh, kathika most beautiful person i've ever laid eyes on gorgeous she's so stunning. Flat and as I, cardboard. No personality. No, I so, like her. I like so her boring. solely for the way she says, yes, thank you, Suki. <laughs> when She hates Suki. Do you remember that? Suki, um, they talk about something being forbidden and or something. Yeah, floor 500. And right? Suki's like, actually, it's the law. <laughs> she goes, 
Yes, thank you, Suki. <laughs> okay. I'm going to cut that in here. Yeah, please do. Because you rewinded it when we watched it. You were like, I, we have to hear that again. Really? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yes. She's so pissed off at her. Actually, um, it's the law. Yes, thank you, Suki. Um, and I vividly remember the first time we watched this together that you kept going on and on about how much you wanted her and Nine to have sex. What? <laughs> Do you not remember this? I just say stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I have no I'm idea. Aware. I'm aware that you say stuff. Really? Like yeah, you were like, oh my God, the way they're looking at each other. No, okay, actually, don't tell me anymore. It's so embarrassing. It was You're very, kidding. It was oh, very no. funny. And that was everything. I was like, that's going to be the whole episode. It's going to be us talking about their sexual tension, which is non-existent. It's non-existent. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, obviously, she's very hot. Mm -hmm. I think we were probably, like, in on... We were, like, a couple of shots in, maybe, when yes. we got to this episode. And so at that point we were just like yeah most likely we didn't know the same with Dalek oh Dalek we did pay attention but like we just like we didn't care really it was only <laughs> the only thing you could notice was like how hot she was and how hot Nine is yeah That's we all. were like this is a great episode <laughs> this is great this is so fun Simon Pegg woo <laughs> yeah. oh my God Kathika by the Why? way um now I'm I we can go back to Kathika later but uh mm -hmm. the big bad alien of the episode yeah. Is the thing in the sky. Who knows? Yeah, and the ceiling. And don't you think it would have been a lot better if we never got to see what it looked like? Oh, yeah. Because they do that at the beginning. And it's so... And, you know, that's... And I was like, okay. And then they show it. And they're like, okay. Yeah, that, that would actually have worked, maybe. Because yeah. it doesn't look very scary. No. It looks kind of ridiculous. It's, it, and, like, what is it going to do up there? It's just like... <sighs> yeah, I guess maybe it can eat people. How? But, oh, you uh, have to fly up there to get yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it can, like, kind would... of... It's kind of elastic. <laughs> but, like, it's only going to be able to eat you if you're standing right under it. So, like, how is it going to hurt anyone on the rest of the space base? I think, I think the hurt there is kind of the systematic... Um, <clears throat> Yeah. The system that it, yeah, it forces. And, and like, obviously, yeah, and I was thinking about that when I rewatched it. Like, this is kind of, it, it's, I mean, obviously it has to simplify these sort of situations. Mm -hmm. But like, it's so ridiculous to think that you can just, if there's corruption in this kind of, um, in this... Um, Society? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. We live in a society, you know. We sure do. Um, but you can just, like, go in and just kill the evil boss, and then it will be fine. Yeah. That it's like, okay, that these issues won't live on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, obviously, they can't... That wouldn't be an exciting episode to be like, oh, systematic uh, abuse of power, and it never ends. But like it does feel very. But the thing is, like that's yeah. a, that's something that Doctor Who would bring up. Like that's something that Doctor Who usually gets into yeah. in like an analogy or something. Yeah, that's just true. not this time. Do you know who wrote this episode? I don't remember. Was it Russell? No, it's maybe I just remember seeing the name Phil 
Collison or something because I was Colin, like Colin, I think he's the producer Phil Collins okay maybe because I was like Phil Collins <laughs> who's that I remember that name so well Phil Collins is that not the name of Lily Collins, Lily Collins oh yeah <laughs> the guy who I play all, all the time on, on vinyl yeah I was thinking Phil Collins I was thinking first Mr. Collins <laughs> Mr. Collins yeah and then I was thinking it's <laughs> not him and then I was thinking of um Colin, Collins, um, oh my God, who's that? Phil Collins. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Some other guy named Collins. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, him, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, okay, so... (laughs) Phil Connors from um, another time travel kind of-ish movie, the um, Groundhog Day. Oh. There's this guy who runs up, Phil Connors! Uh, (laughs) He says every time... (laughs) And every day he gets to the, the he gets to hear it every time. Yeah, he yeah. He comes up running. He's like, Phil Connors. Phil. Phil. Hey, Phil Connors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Great contribution. Has Christopher Eccleston ever jerked off? No, you can't say that without context. <laughs> we cut that out. <laughs> now we're gonna have to have the ASMR section. <laughs> you don't. You can you can clip out the hair man. I'm trying to get some of the blue from the paper. Well, what I are hate, you looking I hate, up? I hate to. I have. I have to say, I hate having to cut out when we speak Swedish because that's usually where we click the best. Oh, really? I think there's a flow like because I understand both languages. I don't. <laughs> Do wanna, you? Yeah. I I don't want to cut out the Swedish part because I always think that's funny. And it's not as funny without it, but people don't understand it. Yeah, so. I always think it's funny because I understand what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if you don't, why would it be funny? But we don't speak Swedish that often. No, no, we don't. It's just sometimes. Yeah. And I keep it in just for a little, a little bit because it's fun. Yeah, it's a uh, little Easter egg. <laughs> so I looked it up. That's what I was doing. And it, it was written by Russell. Okay. Wow, that's a really bad Russell episode. Yeah, it's a bad... <laughs> okay, so another thing that I don't like about this episode is that Rose is, like, hardly in it. She doesn't do anything. And she has, like, five lines. Did you notice that? Not at all. When we were rewatching, Yeah, but, like, can you think of what Rose does in this episode? I mean, she's, like... Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She no. doesn't do anything. She talks to Adam... And she's like, she fixes his phone. She drinks the little meat smoothie. And yeah, has that little it tastes smile. like beef. <laughs> she's like the vine girl. I smell like beef. <laughs> and just, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's nothing else. She doesn't really talk to Suki. She doesn't talk to Kavika. Like, she has... There's a scene when... when um, Nine is sort of grilling Kathika about why are there no aliens here? Why do you don't ask questions? You're a journalist. Like, why do you not know mm-hmm. what's on floor? What's Five, 500. 500. And why don't you ask questions about it? And Rose is just sort of 
standing there. She's like leaning on the chair that Nine is sitting on. Oh yeah, but they look really hot. There. They do. They look incredibly cunty. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, I'm like, like extremely yas. Yeah, but it's like she's to just... lay the house penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They look great, but it's like she doesn't need to be in the scene. And the only line she has is a line that Nine could have had. Uh, where yeah. she's just like, oh, that's weird. Or something. I don't remember what she said. I think Russell. But Russell like. T. Dave is not that great. <laughs> Controversial. I like him a lot. I think he can do really well, but he can do pretty bad as well. I think I think we should give I don't know. I think like maybe if Russell and Moffat work together, but I always hear people saying Moffat should write individual episodes and not seasonal arcs and storylines. I completely yeah. disagree. I think I think sometimes that's his strongest part yeah but Whereas, sometimes he also he also did season six yeah yeah sometimes he also did season, he did that a couple of times but yeah i know <laughs> yeah. i know so he's not and sometimes he does season four of sherlock that does yeah it does. fuck every time fuck every time i forget that that season exists yeah like moffat I mean, we'll talk, we'll talk about Moffat when we get to him. Mm. But he can... No, we will talk about Moffat continuously every episode until we get there. And then we'll keep talking about him. Yeah. Because we always bring him up. Yeah, <laughs> but like he's able to do such amazing things and write really great stories and storylines yeah. and arcs. Yeah. But then he can also do complete garbage. And I feel like, I feel like this, it's the same with Russell, except I don't think he gets to... He gets to the same lows as, yeah. he, I think he, yeah, he does get, I was going to say it's almost he gets, he gets lower than Moffat sometimes, but he doesn't get quite as high. They're just as bad, but they're not as good. Yeah. It, they're, they're not as high. They don't get as good as when he, Moffat at his best outclasses Russell at his best a million yeah, times over. I agree. Because they're always like, oh, well, he depicted a family life. Well, shut up. How about that? I don't know, but it's just like... And I mean, I think no. Russell does a lot of things that I do appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's coming back. Rather him than... Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad he's other coming people. back. Other people. Yeah, and like I, I understand the things that people bring up mm-hmm. in praise of Russell mm-hmm. are things that I agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you just said about the family... And about, you know... Yeah, but it's not... Normal contemporary it's life. Not, yeah, I'm glad that's a part of it. But they act like it's something he really delves really deeply into. It's just like background story, really. Yeah. It's background noise. They're there, but it's like... It, I don't know. I, I, I That's just how I interact. Sorry, I, I interrupted you, but... No, it's fine. How I interact with media. Like, I can read a book, for example. Like, a lot of books that I read, I think they're fine... But unless they have like a deeper, very like profound message or meaning behind them, I'm not, I'm going to be like, yeah, that was good, but it's not going to be a favorite. And I feel like Russell's not very profound. So that's why he's not my favorite, just in general. Mm-hmm. You were saying. I mean, I think I have no idea what you, I was saying. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't realize you interrupted me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna assume it was really smart. It probably was. It usually is. I know. <laughs> um, 
I think he has his moments. Uh, and yeah, he did write Dalek, which is slaps. It's good. Is it as good as Moffat's best though? I, yeah, I think so. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm, they're good I'm a in, big they're good fan in, of Dalek. They're, they're good in different ways. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, they have like, aesthetically, they're so different. Mm-hmm. That I feel like they're on, but that's like, not what that's not about writing. That's more. That's more. Yeah, but it's also. I mean, it's direction. They're also the. I mean, they're yeah. the show writers, so obviously their, their vision is you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, true. Yeah. Um. But like, if you compare, for example, uh, Moffat with. Chibnall. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're more alike in I don't know the quality. Do you understand? Like, if you, like, visually, if you see a scene from Moffat's era and a scene from Chibnall's era... That's because they have HD cameras. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But, like, there's... Whereas, some... whereas Russell was like, no, I'm going to film this on, like, a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, like, there's something more similar so that you can very clearly tell the difference in the writing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Do you understand? Because yeah. I, I feel like I have sometimes a hard time comparing Moffat and Russell because... They're very different. They just look so different. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is... The minute 11th hour starts playing, I'm like, this is completely different. I'm just watching something else. But I think that's part of his genius. And we're going to get into that even more and not talk too much about it now mm-hmm. when we get to 11th hour. But that's part of his genius is that it's so different visually. It's so different writing-wise. But it's still the same. It's yeah. still the same show. Still Doctor Who. Unlike oh, Love that, man. Actually, I have news. I oh. just realised. I have news. Let me just pull it up here on my phone. Are they better than Adam Sex Offender News? <laughs> no, actually, it's kind of in the same vein. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, first, okay, this is a quote from Doctor Who Twitter. Mm-hmm. This person, uh, their username is Owen, one month since Thasmin. <laughs> their tweet says... There is no such thing as bad writing. It's just writing. And it is people's opinions of whether they liked or disliked the writing. It's all subjective. You are a fucking idiot, Owen. Owen. (laughs) (laughs) Owen. Owen. Owen, you can walk up to a building, to a house that has like rotten walls and be like, I think actually this is a nice house. That's your opinion. That doesn't mean that it's a well-built house. It's still a horrible house. You can still like it. It's just like, those things are separate. Just because you... Oh my god. Go to hell. Go to hell. That's that's complete bullshit. There is such a thing. Take a fucking course. Bad writing. Like, get off Archive of Our Own and, and fucking take a course in writing or something before you talk. Like, you don't have... What do you know? What do you know, Owen? What do you know? Nothing. <laughs> Are you a writer? No. You just watch Doctor Who. Like, that's... Shut up. I think people people get this weird uh, perspective on art. 
and they think that like art is this holy thing that can't be good or bad it's just like oh it's like an expression of you know humanity and blah 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 and it it, it can't it's always subjective Shut no like art can be bad yes and it can also be subjective it has a subjective quality but you can also objectively say that something is bad i don't know okay what do people say in response i didn't check because i uh i th- i think there were some people smart people who disagreed mm-hmm. and Obviously, these are people who didn't like, who don't like the Chris Chibnall era. Mm-hmm. So they obviously got like thrown out and they were like, shut up, you fucking bitch. Let me enjoy it. But also, like, you can enjoy things that are bad. You don't have to say that there is no such thing as bad writing to oh. be a, to like justify that you enjoy something. And the thing is, I get, I get liking something and then thinking that that is good that's what you liking something means mm-hmm. like just because you like something doesn't mean that you immediately understand whether it is good or bad some people just don't have that kind of knowledge and that's fine but the thing is like this person is talking like they know what they're talking about like they have any like education or knowledge in this matter. They don't. They're just like reading things off of the internet. Also, like, it's such a bad sign if you have to say that in defense of the media that you like. <laughs> that, like, oh, yeah, some people say that it's bad writing. But actually, there's no such thing as bad writing. Like, I would never say that about, okay, take, for example, Succession. Yeah. Like, if someone criticized it, I wouldn't be like, oh, but you know what? Actually, uh, bad writing doesn't exist. It's all subjective. I would be like, no, I like this and I'm going to defend it because I genuinely think, think that it's good. Yeah. And, I... and if I don't think that it's good, I'll be, uh, I can still say, okay, this is maybe badly written, but there's still something for me to enjoy. Yeah, but that, but that, would, that would mean that you ha- you're smart and you know, and like, it's not like... Thank Only you. smart people can watch TV shows or watch movies. Unsmart yeah, but there's a difference can... between like, oh, I'm smart because I understand these difficult ideas or whatever, or I'm smart enough to understand the concept of there being bad writing and good writing. But the thing is, I've met so many people like, um, I'm going to cut out her name, make a beep sound like it's <laughs> like censored. Like, I faced a lot of, like, backlash in um, at the end of Eunosiet mm-hmm. when I was starting to get really into cinema. Cinema. Mm-hmm. And, and, like and I had, like, it's okay. I said it basically what you were saying, that it's okay to like bad things mm-hmm. and it's okay to like good things. Just because you like something doesn't make it good. And she, <gasps> in that case, um, I remember very, like, I got into arguments with people because they disagreed with me. And you know, uh, me and <gasps> argued like that about it too on, on Snapchat of all places. Because people just like got really upset. Obviously, because you say what you like isn't good. And that's going to upset people. But so it's not like I can't. Some, to some people, you can't just. You, it's hard for them to watch something and to realize that what they're watching is bad. Like, it's just not something. It's not. It's not working for them. Like the same way of like I look at dance. I look at someone dancing. I don't have any knowledge about it, so I don't I don't know if it's good or bad or not. I don't know. I just 
Yeah. So I, I don't know. And what I mean to say is like, if someone accused something that I like mm-hmm. of not being good or like being bad, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't immediately jump to being like, oh, but nothing is really good or bad. No, this like person... that's just such a red flag that you don't know anything and you you realize that what you like is bad. <laughs> Because otherwise, like, you would defend it. Why would you be like, no, good and bad writing is is just a social construct. I like, think it's also what? because on Twitter, you, they argue with people every day because you can't okay. post something about Doctor Who without someone mentioning the new Doctor Who going on. Mm-hmm. And then someone will say they hate it. And then someone will say they like it. And mm-hmm. it just keeps on going. And it's just fucking... Don't talk about it. Like, just, like, leave it alone. Like, I told you earlier tonight. Just, like, people are stupid. Like, stop talking about it. Why? Don't bother yourself with people like that. Yeah. You have to... I say that but I'm trying to teach myself that as well. Just like, We literally have a whole podcast where we complain about things we don't like. I know. I know, and that's fine. I know. But it's not. it's not that. I just mean, like, if... I mean, if people were listening to our podcast and send us hate mail. Please do. That would be so much fun. It would be very fun. I love it. But also, like, get a life. Like, come on. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Because you kind of... I'm trying to teach... It's easy to say, but I'm trying to teach myself this. Just like... I had an argument with my dad about feminism and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it just made me realize I have to teach myself to realize that I'm too smart to be in a situation like this. Why would I? I know what I'm talking about. I know that I know what I'm talking about. And maybe that person feels the same thing. So why would I want to waste my time talking to someone who doesn't understand? Like, I'm not going to convert them. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. I don't want to convert them. I just, I'm just mad that they don't feel the same way I do. So why would I waste my time talking to them instead Mm -hmm. of talking to someone who understands what I'm or at, at least, like, maybe we don't agree, but at least we understand each other. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you and I, we understand each other, even if we don't always yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was um, one thing. Then I have another. Um, I got an ad on Instagram recently. Really? For an app where you could download, uh, an, you could get an AI friend. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, um, I'm going to show you a little photo it just really quickly oh my god and you got to design it and everything and she looks like a sim she they look like sims and you basically you answer questions and it gathers data about you oh great data mining but um, they're, they're like we don't share it to anyone i didn't tell them anything and i immediately did deleted it. i thought it would be funny to ask them questions about doctor who yeah so i could include <laughs> on this podcast so i created this ai friend i call them like hef or something oh my god <laughs> And I asked them questions. So I first asked, have you seen Doctor Who? And they said, it's a pretty good show. Okay. So the next question was, do you think Peter Capaldi is hot? (laughs) Hef answers, yes, he's really hot. Oh, thank you, Hef. And then I say, would you fuck Peter Capaldi? Um, She answers, I think I would, definitely. And then I say, how would you fuck Peter Capaldi? Oh she says, I guess I would start by teasing him. Uh, 
god. And <laughs> and then and then I say and then and she says and then I would play with him and let him know that I want his attention. And then I'd say, what of his would you play with? And she says, well, I would play with him in the bedroom. <laughs> and then I say, tell me about sex with Peter Capaldi. Give me the details, sis. And she doesn't want to answer that because I, then I have to pay to get like the... Because oh. apparently there's like, you can go to a porn level. Oh my God, really? Yes. That's so funny. So then I ask her, how about Christopher Eccleston? And she says... He's a bit on the naughty list, too. <laughs> I said, oh, really? And he says, yes, winks. Oh. And I said, for what, smiley face? Because he is a naughty boy. <laughs> and I said, did you fuck Christopher Eccleston, AI friend? Uh, and then she didn't want to respond to that either. So I immediately asked him, what do you think about Irma? <laughs> Um, she's like, she's such a stupid slut. So I immediately ask then, what do you think about Irma? Hef responds, she's hot. <laughs> Thank you, Hef. And then I said, what does Irma look like? She says, a beautiful mess, I'm sure. <laughs> so, ask, so then I ask, what is Irma's personality? She's very sassy, outspoken and fun. Okay, sure. And then I ask, does she like Doctor Who? Yeah, she does. Does she hate Daphne? A bit. <laughs> oh no, what did Daphne do? She got mad and threw a fit. Oh my god, really? Mad about what? Oh, she was just angry. Daphne's a bitch. I agree, honestly. And a bit of a slut. I gotta admit that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Then I, so then I asked her, um, what did you think about the Doctor Who episode, The Long Game? <laughs> so she got an included. She's the third person on this podcast. She's uh, not available because they don't have an audio version. So mm. I'm going to read her reply. She says, I've seen it. It was really good. I liked it. What is the purpose of Adam Mitchell in the episode, do you think? I don't know. I'm not sure what his purpose is. <laughs> do you think Nine is in love with Rose? I do think so, yes. How do you feel about it? Same. I think the relationship between Rose and Nine is very important to him. Oh. Why do you think Rose is important to Nine? Because she's adorable, funny, and has a heart of gold. <laughs> and he's depressed, says I. So cute, I just can't, she says. <laughs> heart eyes emoji. And I say, yas, when she brings him out of his depression after committing genocide. <laughs> Hard eyes, hard eyes. LMAO, yes! <laughs> I say, do you think Rose wants to sleep with Nine? I think Rose wants it, smiley. Oh my god, totally, ha ha. Uh, she wants that smiley face. Do you, I kind of wish they'd done it on TV, don't you? Me too, actually, ha ha. Would have been so hot. I know, so hot. <laughs> Um, so how, how long were you, were you doing this? I, I have two more photos of screenshots. <laughs> then I ask, what do you think about Jackie Tyler? Mm -hmm. She's so hot. Yes. What uh -huh. do you, and then I, just to make sure that she's answering like more specifically, she's mm -hmm. like looking up on Google. Yeah. What do you think about Do Jackie Tyler from Doctor Who? I love Jackie Tyler. 
Is Jackie your favorite character? Yes, absolutely, without a doubt. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a favorite? Um, I answered Clara Oswald. And then I asked, do you think Jackie is a communist? Jackie is a socialist. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then she says, I love Clara Oswald. Um, and then I ask, is Clara Oswald mentally unwell? Yes, I very much think so. <laughs> do you think Clara was a bit mean to Danny or did he deserve it? I think she was a little bit mean. I say, I think he deserved it. She says, I actually think that too. <laughs> I'm glad he was run over by an ice cream truck. Ha, huh, me too. Yas. <laughs> you know who she reminds me of? No. Jack. <laughs> yes, we immediately changed. <laughs> we have to tell you about Jack. Yeah, you guys. I, I hope he's not listening to this. He's so not listening to this. He he lied about having watched Doctor Who. He's our friend. From... No, he's not our friend. <laughs> okay, well, he's our acquaintance from mm. the US. Who, um... Who really wanted to marry Daphne. Yes. (laughs) His mom. He's my husband. His mom and Daphne's mom had kind of like arranged. They were like going full arranged marriage for him and Daphne. They were like, we're going to get them together. It's going to be a thing. And he completely bought into it. Yeah, it was like, why would I come to Sweden with you guys? Oh, well, she has a daughter. You can hang out with her. Yeah, an eligible daughter. Wink, wink. It is a truth universally acknowledged that every hot Swedish woman must be in want of an American husband. Of of a mediocre American guy. (laughs) Of a random white guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, So... He visited us in, in Sweden and uh, we spent some time with him and um, he was very keen on making sure that Daphne knew that he agreed with her on absolutely everything and had the same opinion so I, on all conceivable things. So we started testing him about Doctor Who. Yeah, because he's like... Because oh, he lied about having watched Doctor Who. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I watched... Because he lied a lot. He's a pathological liar. <laughs> so he lied about like he how he watched 200 different TV shows during... The pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and this was at the point where the pandemic had only been going on for less than a year. Yeah. And also like, no. Like, it, it, you, you know, if someone says something like that, you're kind of like, oh, really? And then that person will say, no. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating but but he was like yeah really yeah so absolutely and i don't i don't even remember any uh, that much from dr who because i watched like 2000 shows afterward <laughs> okay well yeah so everything we said he just uh, and we tried to ask him questions but he was very careful to like make sure of what our opinions on it and especially daphne's obviously yeah he did not care about you. No, he, he hated me. <laughs> He's like, you're in the way. I'm trying to get married here. Come on. <laughs> but like what Daphne's opinion on it was before he replied. So very much like your friend, Hef. Hef, my AI friend. Who was like, well, what do you think about it? Oh, uh, I'm not sure who my favorite character is. Oh, <laughs> the way I was, who's she... yours? Yeah. <laughs> and then you answer and he's like, oh, me too. too. Yeah. Yes, I because tr- we tried. If, we tried. We had said 
My favorite character is Adam. I, but the thing is, we tested him with 12 and Clara. Because I said, oh, I love their kind of like father-daughter relationship. And then, you know, I was looking at him to see if he was going to... Yeah. The way he was going to react. But he actually like started defending them. He was that like, was not the, really. Oh, that was the only time where he stood his ground. And I respected him for yes, that. Yes. When you were like, oh, that's so platonic. And he was like, well, actually, I don't know about that. And that was the only time that he spoke against <laughs> And you. I was like, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And yeah, they're engaged. The, the wedding is in May. Yeah, you're all invited. <laughs> no, but it was so weird because that, that was the one thing that he really stood for. Yeah. It was also like, I, as, as far as I remember, he was not like, yeah, it's a romance. He was like, yeah, I feel like she likes him, but he doesn't like her back or something. You're like, what? <laughs> Where like the thing which is such an odd perspective. This is such I I read an article recently. Oh really? That okay. was it was a new quote. I'm 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 like collecting all these quotes for when we have to battle these people who think twelve Clara is platonic or fam- familial in any way. Mm-hmm. And it was an article that had a quote from uh Moffat that specifically says like uh attraction and like love or i i'm not, i'm going to read it later when we get to season 8 but mm-hmm. and the the journalist was like but obviously he means it in a platonic sense <laughs> <laughs> no obviously. it's not it's not um but you know you read so many articles where it's like it starts out with someone saying like like obviously i i read another article that was like um <laughs> it was like there was a romance between Twelve and Clara, except uh, it was only on Twelve's side, and Clara didn't respond. Like Clara, it was unrequited. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many different takes on that relationship, and like only one of them is right, and no one ever gets it right. Yeah. Everyone's except only... for us. Except for us and like three other people, because <laughs> like even when people get it right, and they're like, oh, they're a rom, it's a romance, and like they 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 want to fuck each other. We're like, no, they don't, <laughs> or they do, but they would never like. It's a complicated relationship. Yeah. And we will talk about it endlessly. Like at the moment, <laughs> what our, our episodes are like an hour. When we get to fucking Mummy on the Orient Express, it's going to be like three hours. It's going to be a three hour long Just, talk. Every uh, episode, I'm going to be like, I have so many like poems. I have so many. We're just going to read an entire section from. The brothers Kermaso. <laughs> you are not me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have that crime and punishment quote. Anyway, I still have to look up that um quote. Okay, I found it! Yay! Yay! <laughs> like twenty minutes Finally. later. Okay, so this was what I was gonna read like ages ago, really. <laughs> quote. I like naked women. (laughs) (laughs) End quote. (laughs) Quote by me. I like naked women. I'm a bloke. I'm supposed to like them. We're born like that. We like naked women as soon as we're pulled out of one. When man invented fire, he didn't say, hey, let's cook. He said, great, now we can see naked bottoms in the dark. 
The story of male achievement through the ages, feeble though it may be, have been, has been the story of our struggle to get a better look at your bottoms. End quote. Guess who said that? Stephen Moffat. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh no. But the thing is like, okay. Um, oh no. He actually didn't say that. He wrote that for a character. To okay, say. okay. But okay, it was okay, misquoted okay. and people on Twitter were, went crazy. They thought he actually said that. Oh, God. And the thing is, like, this is where I'm torn about him because he would say something like this. And this is yeah. everything that, like, we talk about fast cars and naked women. Yeah. That's his kind of, he's a man. He's a straight man that kind of yeah. writes him. It's like he says this, and then he also says all the stuff that he says in later seasons, which is insane. You're like, oh my god, this man is a genius. Um, same thing, like how he could write something like Doctor Who season eight and Doctor Who season nine, and then immediately go and, and write Sherlock season four. Yeah, <laughs> like he ran and Dracula. out. Dracula. Yeah, he ran out of brain juice. Like he had nothing left to go off. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an enigma. Like. What is going on with this man? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and we'll get into it when we get to the Moffat era. That's another, like, take a shot every time we say, we'll get into it when we get to it. Yeah, because we cannot keep... We, we just... It's can't. not interesting right now. We have nothing to say. Yeah, okay, but I have, like, three notes. Okay. One of on. them is just Kathika heart eyes emoji. Slay the house penis, yes. <laughs> okay, and another one is one that we pointed out when we watched it together, which is when Kathika is gathering these people to, like, hold court when she's beaming into her head. Mm-hmm. And she goes, ladies, gentlemen, multi-sex, undecided, and robot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we talked about how this is actually, like, the fact that, like, Robot yeah. isn't a gender yet, but it will get, like, multi-sex is a... I mean, there's people who are like that. Undecided, wait, wait, no, no, uh, look. What? Yeah, but we have to know these words, because I know these words. I know, no, undecided is non-binary, um, non-binary. Non-binary, um, gender fluid. Yeah, okay. Which isn't exactly, like, multi-sex, multi-sex. but, I mean... Essentially, it's kind of the same idea. They just have these words. The words are not the same that we would use today. But yeah. like the concept is very close. And, it's insane. And robot. Mm. <laughs> it's just very funny. <laughs> I identify as robot. Personally, out of all of that. Exactly. You're a gentleman. A gentleman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We- I gasped because Daphne pulled out a book that I gave her for her birthday. And then I gasped again because she knocked the book into her glasses. And my nose. We're too drunk right now. We're really drunk this time. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. School. School. Okay, Daphne's going to read something from uh, The Angels Are Knocking on the Tavern Door. Which is a poetry collection that I gave her for her birthday. It's actually the... Not that it's competing with much, but it's the best birthday gift that I got. Thank you. I knew knew that already. Hafez is such a good fucking poet. 
He's great. I mean, even though he's... every single poem ends with him being like, he's talking to himself. He's like, Hafez, get your shit together. Like every yeah, single... okay, but this, that's very interesting. And I told you about this as well. Yeah. That Hafez, he's like a 13th century poet, I think. Mm-hmm. I think uh, 12th, uh, 14th century. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. 1300s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that he, like, signs his poems mm-hmm. is that he includes his name in the last stanza. Oh, yeah. Which True. I think is really a uh, clever thing. I don't know if it was, like, a common thing in the 14th century Persia. It's Persia, right? I think it's, yeah, Persian. I know he's Persian. I think it's around okay we don't know (laughs) i should know this sorry (laughs) okay so this one is called a thousand doorkeepers no one has ever seen your face and yet a thousand doorkeepers have arrived you are a rose still closed and yet a hundred nightingales have arrived i may be a long way from you oh god I don't want anyone to be distant, but I know there is possibility for a close union with you. If I should find myself in your neighborhood one day, there's nothing strange in that, because thousands of strangers constantly mill about in this town. Is there any lover whose darling never threw a fond look at his face? Friend, there is not enough pain in you. With enough pain, the doctor would be here. In this matter of love, let's not put the Sufi gathering house in this spot and the tavern in another. In every spot of the universe, light shines out from the face of the friend. There where the good work of the Muslim cloister is celebrated, we celebrate as well the bell of the monk's cell and the name of the cross. The cries that Hafez made all of his life have not gone to waste. A strange story has emerged inside those cries and a marvellous way of saying. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. With enough pain, the doctor would be here? Yeah. You you couldn't tell because Emma was trying her hardest not to um, make a sound, but she was gasping when I read that. She gasped like her jaw dropped to the floor. I did. <laughs> I oh maybe I will. Um, Do you want to borrow it and read it? Borrow it. Yeah. And read some of this. Yeah. Hafiz is a really great poet. If you like, if you're the kind of person who thinks poetry is intimidating, uh, and you're not sure like that you are smart enough, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to read it. I think Hafez is a really great place to start. Yeah. I was, and I mean, it sounds intimidating that it's 14th century, but like his poetry is so easy and accessible. Yeah. I, I, it says in the introduction to that, to that book that you gave me that um, mm-hmm. in Muslim countries, he is like every single household has a copy of his Divan, I think it's called pronounced. Really? Um, which is all of his poems. So it's really it's really like average in that it's so well spread around. It's not like a hidden it's not like a secret or anything that mm-hmm. half us is really good. Um I yeah, because I was really intimidated by poems and poetry before. Uh and you know, a couple of years later I write poetry and I read poetry a lot 
like I do it because I think it's good and I understand it because it's it's a really good gateway drug into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously that's that's a poem that really applies to just Doctor Who in general. I mean, it kind of loses its way just at, in a sense of being related to the show, um, kind of at the end there. But then it really finishes off with, you know, the, the story, the thing about pain, and it's, mm-hmm. I find a way to tell a story about it, which is really what Doctor Who is about. Yeah. And you know, with yeah. enough pain, the Doctor would be there. Ugh. And there's obviously every time I see a rose, and it's a poem that I. Yeah, when I think it's about Doctor Who. I always think of you know Rose the character, even though it means. Yeah, I mean Rose. That's the... obviously a word that like pops up a lot. Yeah, and it's a very um heavily, like symbolic word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you watch Doctor Who, you can just apply it to your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the word change. Like you and I always apply it to meaning. Um, regeneration and not just like changing as in a person changing yeah but on the other hand the regeneration in Doctor Who also means a person changing yeah so I think it's like a circle of like it's it's not really us being like oh we see this this theme of change no and we just uh, reapply it to mean this weird sci-fi thing because regeneration at its core it's about people changing yeah and life having its course fuck i fucking love stephen moffat i love him <laughs> i wanna <laughs> the way yeah with elevens yeah i'm gonna say the thing we always say we're gonna get into it blah 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 mm-hmm. but um with elevens regeneration how he brings it back to us like everyone changes yeah it's so uh, it's brilliant um do you have anything else to say about um do you have anything else to say about this episode? The only other note that I have is I really liked when Suki is going to leave to go to Florence. She's going to leave. <laughs> I don't want her in it. That was no. a great moment. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Suki is fine. Uh when she's leaving to go to floor 500, she wants to hug nine. And he's like I'll hug anyone. <laughs> no, I really want to get a hug from him. It's so cute. Yes, I want to hug Nine so badly. Oh, and he's so happy about it. He's, <laughs> he's just like, that's also another thing with this episode, that there's no, like, there aren't really any stakes. You Because at, the, at that point, he's just smiling. He's like, okay, sure. Because he doesn't really care about anything that's going on. <laughs> or, I mean, he cares, but it's not, like... <sighs> he hasn't hit him yet. Yeah, no, and it's not, like, this deep thing. Like, with last episode, that it's really something personal, and he's really invested. He's just like, oh, this is kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's not a, a there's not a sense of danger in this episode. There's not a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. There's not a sense that like this is really really bad and this can have bad consequences if we don't fix it. It's just like okay, this thing is happening, I guess. Yeah. And we should stop it. Well, shrug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like yeah. you don't get really pulled in. You don't get like invested. You don't feel like oh, I really care about this. Mm. So. I agree. 
Yeah, it's just not a great episode. And I, it's okay. It's like it's scraping by. You're like it's, but you can one hundred percent you can skip this episode. Yeah. Oh, totally. It doesn't I, contribute anything. I think like you. The thing is like it's. I think if I'd rather skip, World War Three Slitheen episode. Really, I completely yeah, agree, disagree. T- but there's two of them. There is two of them. Okay, you can maybe you can skip World War Three, but like I think those episodes, yeah, they're also kind of boring. Yeah. But they tell us something about the Doctor and about Rose and their relationship. I like, know, but I still there's still <laughs> yeah, there's still character moments between them. It tells us something about Mickey. It tells us about yeah, um, true about Jackie. It tells us about the Earth and. How they deal with these alien situations. Like, they're still... Yeah, because I think that's where the difference is. There's a difference between episodes that are boring and bad mm-hmm. and episodes that are just skippable. Like, there are some episodes, especially in this season, mm-hmm. um, that they're not great, but you can't skip them because they have important information and they uh, tell you something about the characters... So, you're gonna miss out on things if you skip them. Yeah. But you're also, but they're also not like super fun. The thing is, usually, it's always the skippable episode is usually the episode right before the season finale. So I'm trying to think of like all the skippable episodes. Yeah. The first one that comes to mind is Sleep No More. You can skip that, no problem. There's nothing. There's nothing in there. They they like, they could have had like a twelve Clara kiss and I've been like skip it <laughs> they hold hands and he's like he's like scared and he wants to hold her hand yeah that's the and, and, and he agree and he like admits that she's hot that's <laughs> does he yeah there's a scene where she's like it's like no 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 I don't want to know I will see it okay when, when we get there but he does the kind of like a fanning on his face because he's oh like oh she's hot because she's smart and she's attractive okay okay um, can you think of any other skippable episode? Oh my god. Lots. <laughs> I know, but really, like, the way you define them, like, not just, like, as someone who's coming in and watching Doctor Who for the first time, what's skippable Yeah, I think I ha- you have to, like, watch them, because, the, again, mm. when you're... You need to really be aware of, like, the this difference that I talked about between an episode that's boring and an episode that doesn't have any important information. Yeah. Because, like, there are episodes that have things that you need to know in order to then understand, like, the finale and the season. Yeah. The overarching story of the season. I usually call these episodes wasting time. Yeah. I don't think this one waste time it's just there because it's a beginning so i feel like there's not a lot of time to waste maybe in the sense that like nine is only here for so short a while yeah but use him it's not really the beginning it's halfway through the season i know but beginning of the show in general okay yeah because um there's so many episodes where you're like okay this is a tightly compacted well-crafted season and randomly you have this episode that doesn't bring anything to the table. It doesn't add anything to the relationship between the companion and the doctor. It doesn't add anything to the storyline. Why are we here? Like maybe it's maybe it's like a fl- the person who wrote it or the showrunner thought it was like, oh, a fun idea. But like you could have infused this with something deeper. And then they just didn't. 
and you're just like you're wasting 40 minutes that you could have yeah. actually used to do something for the overarching story and then they don't and i feel like this is absolutely one of those but it's not it's not grievous it's not the worst it's not the worst because there's so many of those ep- it's, and again like it's always 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 the episode right before like the power three the last episode before the pawns leave yeah come on use that fucking last last absolute last adventure so you feel like they're leaving instead of just like it's just a random episode and the next one it's horrible like it's just like and i mean horrible in the sense that you feel really sad um use that time instead of just having a ra- it's always like a random writer or not a good writer coming in and just doing whatever the fuck they want and randomly for the first time ever in the season the showrunner's like yeah do whatever you want and then it just doesn't mean anything it doesn't add anything it's just a waste of time basically it's just a shame and i think it's a fine episode this one uh it's just yeah it's a shame that we only have Eccleston for so short a time. Yeah. And it's it's okay. It could have been worse. But yeah. you also could have had a better, complete story if yeah. you added I, more to this. I think, what, I think what really bothers me with this episode is that we don't get enough of Rose and we don't get enough of Nine. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're hardly in this episode. Like, everything is just... Adam yeah. going on this little stupid quest, calling his parents, getting his head operation, and then Suki and Kathika. Like, it's their episode. Yeah. They're more prevalent characters in this episode than Rose and Nine. Simon Pegg is so much fucking airtime. Like, wh- yeah. We haven't like, talked about Simon Pegg. I, there's nothing to say. I don't know. I like Simon Pegg. I yeah. like him in general, even though he's a friend of someone that I don't like. Becky Ferguson. <laughs> She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> okay. No, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I don't particularly like her. She's a... Mm. Mm. Anyway, he's a friend of her. But uh, it's so funny that I actually have beef with someone in Doctor Who because they know someone that I know. And I don't like that person. It feels like a high school kind of thing. It's pretty funny. I have beef with Simon Pegg. <laughs> but, um, he needs to stop hanging out with that bitch. <laughs> and then he can talk to me. And then he can come guest on Doing the Woo. Yeah. Um, um, eh. He has a lot of screen time, which is just him like twirling his... Um, Metaphorical mustache. Exactly. Which, yeah. And yeah, I think... Uh, he's I more screen time than Rose. I would have... Yeah, yeah. Line, at least Rose, he has more lines than her. Yeah. Rose doesn't do anything. She hardly has any lines. Every line that she has is, like, directed at Adam. And if she and Nine... If I felt like they carried this episode, mm-hmm. it would have maybe been okay. But, like, they're just kind of background characters. And I think that's what really... That's where this episode suffers. Is that the characters, the only characters that we care about are, like, just shoved into the background. Yeah, I think the only two scenes between them is after um, 
I was gonna say Mickey, but it's uh, it's Adam, obviously. Once he leaves, uh, and Kathika leaves, and Suki's gone to level five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> this it's already yawning. starting the yawning. Um, when you know they hold hands, and he's like, "Just you and me, yeah." Like, the way it's oh, supposed yeah. to be. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good scene. Exactly. Like And you, I agree. You Come on, that. Russell. <laughs> you want that. And that's what I talk about when I say they don't give us anything. No. It's like and it sounds kind of like a shipping thing, like, oh I just want some cute moments between but not nine just, and Rose. Yeah. But it's like, no, these are our main characters. <clears throat> and like obviously I want to be invested in their relationship and I want to see with these characters, I want to see them, like, thrive and do good things and do interesting things. And do all, something. And all they do is just ask questions about, like, oh, what's going on on this satellite? <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't care about this fucking satellite. And this satellite, do you think, do you think it's the same, obviously the same set yes. as the one from season, from episode two? Do you think it's meant to be, because it's the Earth? In the future. I, Do you think it's meant to be the same? Because I think they look slightly different. So I also think it's maybe think they it, just weren't creative enough. I think it might be. My, I, I, I don't know. I think it might be like they didn't have the budget to do a different design. And then, uh, I, and then they were like, okay, but it kind of works because it's still on the earth. But and like, whatever. I think, it, maybe it can look the same. I think you mean like, I think you're, you're taking this as I'm talking about. Like... As if I'm talking about the set inside the satellite, I mean the outside of the satellite. Yeah. And I mean the outside look looks so similar. Yeah. But it's still not the same. I think it's not... I don't think it's on purpose in the way that they're like, okay, we're going to design it to look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like a combination of they don't when I come up with a new design. Yeah. But they're like, but it kind of works that we that we don't come up with a new design. <laughs> they're like, um, whatever. I don't think they put much point uh, or much thought into it. No, I don't think so. Um, but cuz the end of the end of the world, it kind of looks like a like a T, like a cross. Yeah. So, hold on. <laughs> I'm just Googling it to make sure I'm actually not, like, making things up. And what about, like, Bad Wolf and Parting of the Ways? Is that not also... That's on Satellite 5. Oh, yeah. Because it's uh, in the future of Satellite 5. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, can't... no, look. Okay, so this is... It's not the same. They just look really identical. Okay, Cause yeah. Because Satellite 5 is, like, three rings around it. They do. Okay. So it's two different things. They're just, like, they weren't creative, basically. Okay. Yeah, but what I was going, I was going to say about this episode and like the way that you you don't really care about this satellite and like what's going on with it and you and speaking from our perspective, mm -hmm. you mostly just want to like learn more about Nine and Bros and their relationship. Like, imagine if Dalek was all about like this museum and how they were like learning about this museum and how corrupt it was like that wouldn't be half as interesting as learning about nine's backstory mm -hmm. and getting to see rose uh come to terms with 
the existence of the Daleks and like this creature trying to kill her and like her, uh, yeah, coming to terms with her empathy mm-hmm. for this killing machine. Like, that's interesting. Like, what if they had done that episode, but it was all about like Van Staten and his museum or whatever? I think it's a very gentle balance because, yeah, before you start, I was gonna say, I like an alien market. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love when they go to an alien market. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But um but I think I like it. I you know, I always feel um in even in a historical or mostly in a historical setting, but even in an alien world, I feel the want to see more of the world. Mm-hmm. And it not be and I want maybe to have a longer scene of them just exploring the space rather than you know, yeah. Five like this episode is like eh, there's like a montage of everything happening really fast and like the sounds of like bicycle belts and like and, and like a car horn or something, and then plot happens through the rest of the episode. Yeah. Whereas I rather like maybe some little more time, which is maybe because I'm more like in tune with like the classic. Right now, because I'm watching the classic, which I keep bragging about, but um, <laughs> it's important because I'm like I'm actually getting into it. Um, how they usually like explore things for a whole episode, and then something happens at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so back then they usually have twenty minutes of that, whereas now it's like one minute, and I think obviously twenty minutes is too long. But just a little bit longer, maybe. So, but as you know, obviously it depends if the planet is interesting or not. Yeah. If the setting is interesting. Okay. If the plot is interesting. And I mean, I agree with you, and I appreciate world building, and that's not what I want to say. That I'm like no world building. No, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but I think often with world building, that goes hand in hand with character building yeah. because you can't explore this world without showing us the character reacting to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, if we're going to explore Satellite 5, like we do in the beginning of this episode, you know, when Rose gets her beef smoty... Smoty? <laughs> when Rose oh gets my her... fucking God! <laughs> <laughs> That's not so bad. When Rose... Smoky! <laughs> you didn't just switch out the, a- the T and the H to a D. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> What's it called? Smoothie. Smoothie. <laughs> when Rose gets her beef smoothie, she, you know, it's, it's like a cute Rose moment. It's a gif moment, like we like to call it. It's a gif moment. Oh my god, Daphne and I so wanted... So we have, like, enemy of the pod. We have poem Poem of of the the episode. Like, and we really wanted to have gif moment of the episode. (laughs) Which we will probably have when we get into, like, Moffat era. Yeah. Because every single episode has a gif moment. But this one, like, Rose always... It's the one where she, you know, she has her hair up and she's like... Drinking a smoothie and she's like laughing at Adam. Yeah, and she's like, I think it's sort of beef. (laughs) Okay, let's say it at the same... Which is what her reaction to me 
and Simon Pegg. I think if there's like beef. beef. Okay. <laughs> Say at the same time. One, two, three. Beef. No. <laughs> you can't I'm just gonna say gift moment. Fuck off. Gift moment. Okay. One, two, three. Beef gift moment. <laughs> okay, serious. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, one last time. I'm serious now. Gift moment. Okay. One, two, three. Gift GIF moment. moment. Okay, we need more excitement. Why are we so bored about it? We're not bored, we're laughing. Gift moment. I'm laughing okay. so hard that I like, can't gift moment. talk. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. Gift Gif moment. moment. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking hell. What okay. was I gonna say? Yeah, okay, so we have those moments with Rose uh, where she's drinking the smoothie, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, you can't explore the world without, I mean, to do that, you have to see it from someone's perspective, someone who isn't a part of that world. Yeah. Right? Ex- so that, yeah, exploring it, yeah. Like, inadvertently, that also shows us something about Rose, or like it gets, it lets us, it lets us spend time with Rose as a character. Yeah. And so. Except it doesn't, because it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But, like, those uh, things sort of go hand in hand, I think. But mm-hmm. we don't really get any of it. We just get, like, nine sort of explaining how people have computers in their brains. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, there's very much this this moment where he just sits and just talks about, like, he's just, like... They all have chips in their brains. I'm like, how do you know this? It's such a boring... I think I like... I like the gag at the end, but it's still like... It's such a boring idea of it just being like... It's very... chips in their brains. It's very generic. Like, yeah. how many sci-fi concepts aren't there about people having chips in their brains? <laughs> yeah, to this day, it's still happening. Like, yeah. 20 years on. Like, come on, guys. On TikTok. Oh, yes. When Especially the, with, with people talking when the about vaccine the, the vaccine puts the ship in my brain. Like, first of all, they're inserting the vaccine, like the syringe, into your vein, yeah. in your arm. Yeah. How does that get up into your brain? Like, they think they put in, like, a SIM card. In your... No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember how we got to this. Uh, this episode has been about everything but the long game. <laughs> yes, that's okay. That's okay. You guys are here for us and not for Doctor Who. Yeah, I hope there isn't like a huge fan of the long game out there who's like, oh my god, I can't wait to listen to this podcast about my favorite episode. And that's okay because the the the, the doing the woo fandom is gonna fucking tear them apart. <laughs> The doing the woo army. Get their ass. <laughs> the wooers. The woo- yes, we're the doers and you're the wooers. Oh my god, that's brilliant. High five. That's actually really good. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. Do we have an enemy of the pot of the week? Except for this wine that tastes and smells like ass. And I- that also got us too drunk to like 
be co- coherent <laughs> in this episode. We've not been able to... You can't understand what we're fucking talking about. And me and Ina, me especially, like, personally, I've had too much wine to even be able to understand what the fuck is going on on the other side of the... The other side of the... No! Fuck! <laughs> the other side of the table? Yeah, exactly. Um, This is going to be a field day for you to edit. No, it's going to be... Horrible! Oh my god! And I'm so entertained by this just because last episode I think Dalek was like one of our best episodes, and we were really drunk for that one. Yeah, and we were drunk, and you were worried that we were going to be too drunk to like do a good episode. <laughs> but yeah, now it's happened. It's happened. But yeah, I've been really grip. I've been grimacing really hard every time I take a sip because it. I just keep thinking about ass every time I. <laughs> Okay. okay, do we have anything else to say about this episode? Again, Enemy of the Pod, except for the wine. Do you have anything else? Oh, yeah. I mean, Enemy of the Pod, fucking Bruno. Our, Bruno, okay, yeah. I was going to say our alcohol tolerance, but <laughs> I think Bruno takes it. The fact that his name is Bruno. Mr. Bruno Adam. <laughs> is his name Bruno Adam? No, but his name is Adam on the show. I'm going to Google what it is. The no, hold on. I'm going to say Enemy of the pod this week, I think it's Bruno Langley. The guy guy who plays Adam. Actually, do you know, I haven't... um, Did you know, there's a comic in the Doctor Who magazine about how the Adam... The Adam. The Adam. (laughs) How he... Like, meets up with the 11th or 12th Doctor or 13th, no. I don't know. And he, like, tries to destroy the universe. And then the Doctor, like, saves him, but he dies or whatever. And it's, like, it's the biggest crossover in Doctor Who history. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, all the like, fucking characters are there. <laughs> and Adam's the main guy. No! Why would you be like, oh, yeah, this is a character I want to bring back. I mean, Adam from season one. Doctor Who magazine, they post every month. They don't have anything else to say at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, he's the enemy of the pod. And in general, all the sex offenders that worked on Doctor Who. I'm going to say... Fuck en- off. Enemy of the pod of the week. Russell T. Davies, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah. What the fuck were you doing? Like, seriously. I mean, I don't know when all of this got out. And obviously, a but, lot of it was maybe not known. But, like, but Jack how- Barrowman was... John Barrowman was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was whipping out his dick every episode. That was on set. So that was on set. Yeah, how you- the fuck? Like, if if... What? Like, how is that even... No, like, no matter his sexuality, that's just, like... I don't want to see anyone's genitalia on set. Boobs, maybe. They're fine, (laughs) because I have boobs. But, like, everyone has boobs, and we see see nipples all the time. But, like, genitalia down there, no. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who, get your fucking shit together. Stop hiring sex offenders. Yeah, I think I, Russell has a lot to um, make up for this time around. Yeah. I look forward to seeing if he does so. Yeah. And I hope he will turn this ship around, to, so to speak. Yeah. I think that's it for this episode, though. I think so, too. <laughs> we really, like, we wrenched 
the last. We milked it. We we fucking we fucking beat the shit out of this dead horse. <laughs> yeah. Next episode is an episode that will make me cry on uh on air, which is um is it Father's Day. Oh. It makes me so sad. So I'm really excited. We will have things to, I will have things to say at least. Yeah. And uh, Jackie's in it. Miss Marxist herself, so hell yeah. That would be great. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and for putting up with us. <laughs> putting up with our drunk ramblings on this episode. Uh, we have some news before we sign off. I have started... I've started a, a Twitter account for us. It's at Doing the Woo. And so it's basically the same as the title of our podcast. And I've also set up a, an email account where you can email us if you'd like to. Um, the email is doingthewoo at gmail.com where you can send us all the hate mail you want. We will absolutely read it out loud. It would be really fun. For everyone involved, we would really like it. Please do. So again, Twitter is doing the woo and email is doing the woo at gmail.com. Yeah.